Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And usually this is a podcast where we uh, compare two similar bad movies. But to... instead we'll compare the first and second half of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll compare having being not watching the movie and watching the movie. How about that? <laughs> Myself pre and post right. Captain Marvel. How so, it changed me. So this particular episode is part of the series that I like to call Faint Praise Extra, where we talk about just one movie which for whatever reason is something that we feel like talking about. And this time it is Captain Marvel, which just came out this weekend, and we're talking about it because everyone else is talking about it. Wanna so be like why cool not? cool kids. Exactly. I didn't have high hopes for this movie. Not that anything particular, though. I figured it would be a lot like... I'm trying to think of a good example of what type of movie it was, but one of those where... Because I, I hesitated to say I thought it was going to be boring, but I thought it was going to be no tension. Like, a lot of stuff would be happening, but they don't do a good job of, you know, making you care about the characters and things like that. Realistically, I have to admit, if not for the podcast, I would not have seen this I movie in theaters. I wouldn't have seeing it either. I, when Marvel movies were first coming out, and I saw a few of them, and especially after Avengers and Winter Soldier, I remember, really I remember thinking and saying, oh man, I, I, I'm never going to get tired of these movies. Right. And that... Well, you haven't. The I different types of movies. These aren't the same. Honestly, though, I am tired of them. So yeah. I, I mean, have had to change lot, my tune on that. But I don't think, would you have been if they were all as good as Avengers and Winter Soldier? Probably not. Probably not, because I really enjoyed Infinity War. It's not War. like we get tired of good movies. Right. I think it's just that now they've gotten to where they are mediocre, but they're mediocre in similar ways. Right. So it feels like you're watching the same movies almost. Right, right. And so I, I just, Doctor Strange was what kind of broke me. When we saw Doctor Strange in theater, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm done with these. For me, it was like these. Age of Ultron was terrible. And that was the first one where I was like worried, like, are they all going to be crappy after this? Because there hadn't been like an amazing one for a while. And they'd all been just okay. And then Black Panther was like just mediocre. It was nothing. I didn't like Civil War. Yeah, Civil War, I, I did the first time. And then I went back and I was like, this really isn't very good. And that was kind of when I stopped watching them. Like, I never saw the first Ant-Man. Even though I'm a big Paul Rudd fan, I just couldn't bring myself to see it. I was just tired of them by that point. So never saw the first Ant-Man. That was before Doctor Strange. I think it was, yeah. So that must have been after Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, no, it might have been... It was before they had Civil to, War. They had to introduce him for Civil War. Right. Yeah, so it was after Age of Ultron, and Age of Ultron was... Was bad. I would say that was it was actually bad. A bad. It was one movie. of the worst ones. Yeah, Until Iron Man today. three, <laughs> Iron Man three, Age of Ultron. Yeah, those, th those are the ones that I think are actually War bad. Was pretty pretty bad when you go back. It had everyone focused on the fact that like the, oh they're all fighting each other and that part's cool, but it's actually a very small part of the movie. Yeah. In Civil War, and the rest of it's like so it's such a ridiculous plot. And the plot is hor. The plot is ludicrous. The plot is ludicrous. <laughs> Let me guess. He fixes the plumbing. Or cable, sorry. Yeah. It's just a cable. So I, this, when I was seeing trailers for this, it fell solidly into feeling like it was going to be on the mediocre side right. of the like Marvel Right, like just movies. a nothing movie, kind of, not even done perfunctory, but it almost done like with this expectation, like, hey, you guys like Marvel movies, and you're just automatically going to like it just because it's a Marvel movie. And, and also, it's automatically going to be the most important thing, because they, they all have this sense of importance, a self-importance, and they have something to say. And Which is gotta... really interesting because in this actual movie, it was far less epic of a plot, so to speak. The, the character had all this, like, like you're supposed to already think that this character was super important, but it wasn't like the fate of the universe was right. hanging on what's happening, like it is in most of the Marvel movies. Right. So that was kind of interesting. But they still had that attitude of like, this is so important. She's so important. Yeah. But they didn't really do anything to make it seem that way. Even like a, oh my God, the world's at stake again kind of shit. Right. So let's say... Until the very end of the where they tried to blow up, just out of nowhere, tried to blow up the earth. Oh, and that leads me into what I wanted to say that, uh, you know, I've, I always go back and forth on these extra episodes if we're going to do spoilers or not. And I think it's really... To. Yeah, is how do you really analyze a movie without giving away spoilers stuff, yeah. so we're not going to i mean we don't go through plot points you know line item by line on them anyway every, yeah, to go we, the whole, but we will mention things that happen right. at various points throughout the movie so if you really care about knowing what happens and yeah you should watch the movie first okay so with that being said if you haven't seen the movie and if you feel like 
we're just going to ruin it for you. Go watch it, then listen to what we have to say. But I really think this is not the kind of movie that spoilers are going to change the right. way that you yeah, feel Yeah, there's it. no really... I mean, there's one thing that's potentially a twist, which I, I'll admit, I didn't, I didn't know anything about this plot line or this character or anything. So I was actually... I didn't expect... I wouldn't even say I was surprised... But I wasn't expecting like the shapeshifter guys to end up basically being the good guys. Yes, that's really the only interesting thing. And that's thing. the only real thing that could even be described as like a spoiler because that would have been like news to me. Let's put it that way. It was news yeah. to me. It wasn't even like surprising, so to speak. But it was news to me that they ended up being basically the good guys. So what we do in this podcast is we rate movies in four different categories. Acting, visuals, structure, and entertainment value. And usually, you know, we can give up to five points in each category. And usually we total up the points and say which one's the better movie. Obviously, we're only talking about one movie, so we can't say which one's better. But we're still going to do our little point rating system. But in these extra episodes, it's a little bit more <clears throat> off the cuff then, you know, normally we have a ratings coming into Yeah, like we haven't done it. it ahead of time, necessarily. Right. right, but these ones, it's a little bit more of a, of a discussion about the ratings. And normally we give some sort of plot summary. I honestly... There's not much to there's this There's not much all. to it. It's tough to summarize. I mean, you can do a I mean, brief got... summary. She is this alien kind of military person, warrior, who doesn't remember her past. She has powers. She finds out that she was really from Earth, and that this thing that they were trying to keep the enemy from getting was really something that the people she was working with were using to destroy these people who weren't really necessarily bad. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, so the alien planet that she's from has, like, Jude Law is her mentor right. and and uh, military commander. And I don't know why some of the Kree are blue yeah. and some aren't. Yeah. I honestly think the only reason they did that was so that they could make, like, her and other characters supposed to be Kree without them being like, wait, you're all blue. I'm obviously not. <laughs> I think the idea is that the Kree, which is the planet that she was on and the race it's some that some kind of Jude empire, so they might have different races. Exactly. I think that was more the idea. But they, they also but had like blue very blood, obvious. so they were, dif- they were different. It, they weren't like homo sapiens. It, right. But it wasn't, they didn't make it very obvious why some of them had blue skin and others right. just looked like Because if humans. you remember, this was the same, the Kree are the characters that are in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, too. So Yes. So, uh, yeah, so, okay, you summarized it. Let's get into the rating. So starting off with acting. I would say, okay, so first off, I think Brie Larson was terribly she miscast. She was terribly miscast, uh, yeah. She, I am confused by her because I yeah. feel like I hear that she's a really good actress. Right. And I feel like I have not seen that. But I haven't really seen her in many things. I've saw, I saw Room... And I think that's it. What the hell else has she been in that we've seen? Uh, Kong Skull Island, which oh, okay. was a nothing but that's not role. Like a, that's not like a vehicle for showing fantastic Nobody acting. was really good. Yeah, in, just, uh, John C. Riley was the only one that stood out right. in that. Just Everyone being else, goofy and standing out, I mean, basically. In a movie that had John Goodman, he's I'd barely even remember his character in that movie. So that movie had a way of just kind of squashing all the performances into this mush. Right. Uh, except for John C. Riley. So I don't think that really had much to do... Uh, it had anything that she could really show for it. Right. She was in this movie called Free Fire, which is, was a smaller movie. Um, have you even heard of it? I uh, recognize the name, but I don't know anything about it. It was a movie that was set in the 70s, and it, uh, it, it was like some sort of arms deal gone wrong. Okay. So it was two different groups of people shooting at each other in a building, and that oh, was yeah, the yeah, whole I movie. That. It had Charlotte Copley, Killian Murphy, Army Hammer, her... And then a few other dudes, and uh, and she was fine in that. She was cast well in that. I would Did say you it see wasn't it? a great movie. Yes, I watched it on it an was... airplane or something. No, I just watched it at home one day okay. that you must have been out gallivanting around okay. camping or something. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I remember seeing previews maybe for that, but I definitely haven't seen it. Yeah, it was one that I just decided to watch. I don't really know why I didn't include you in it because it would have been a perfectly fine Eric movie. Um, mm-hmm. But it yeah, was not. Well, thanks it, a lot. It, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't, I wouldn't say it was good. Anyways, the point is yeah. that we haven't seen, she's not like some Daniel Day-Lewis type who's just like constantly blowing people away with these amazing performances. So it's like, where did this idea come that she's anything other than this like a competent actress? Yeah. And I would say that more so than any other Marvel movie that I've seen, this is the worst casting. For sure. I don't think I've gone into any of these other Marvel movies and felt like they had And because miscast. of her performance, there is no 
chemistry of any kind with anyone. Right, exactly. Because she was basically just wooden. She stood out like a sore thumb in right. every scene she was in. Right. That she just couldn't connect with anybody, with anybody else. anybody, yeah. And it made everyone else look better. I don't know how else to put it. Like They surrounded her with some really good actors. Right. And uh, she just could not keep yeah, like, up. Of course, Jude Law's a good actor. They have like Ben Mendelsohn, who's in everything these days. He's I felt fine. like Jude Law was a little bit miscast because here's one of those spoilery things. He turns up being bad. You know, right. At the beginning of the movie, you're supposed to think he's good. And the way that he played it, it was too obvious that it was going to be bad. And because um, he's just kind of menacing anyway. Right. Or he has that undercurrent has of the deviousness. Be, yeah. um, so, I, I mean, he did a good job, but he, he sort of... I just felt like See, was... I got the sense that there was, like I said, I was kind of caught off guard by the, that they totally flipped it. Um, so I kind of got the sense that he was going to be, that there was going to be conflict between them, but not necessarily that he would turn out to be the actual bad guy. I I felt like as soon as he showed up, he was going to be bad. Okay. I will say I'm with you. I was surprised that the shapeshifters ended up being good. Right. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is the main shapeshifter. And especially because everything I've seen him in, he was the bad guy. Right, he's been the bad guy in everything. And actually, I have to say, I've said this multiple times on the podcast, that I, I don't see what everyone sees in him. Uh, because he's another one that everyone's like, well, yeah, it's a shitty movie, but at least Ben Mendelsohn is great. And I always thought that was stupid because, you know, we, we talked about Robin Hood on here. Right. I didn't think he was great in Robin Hood. He was a background part in God's Exodus, Gods and Kings. He was not great in that. Right. Uh, he was not great in Rogue One because Rogue One wasn't a very wasn't good movie. Wasn't very good, yeah. I actually really liked him in this. this yeah, I liked him in this This one. one, I was like, this is what people are talking about. And I actually think it's because uh, he's fairly funny. Yeah. And he was... This movie, Captain Marvel, is supposed to be very funny. It's they not are, funny at all. They are trying like if, very hard to make it funny. Because, I mean, if you say this is very funny, you're putting it like... Okay, what are the other really funny Marvel movies like Thor Ragnarok, The Last Ant-Man of the Lost movie? Like these are Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. These are almost like comedies. This isn't even as funny as any random other Marvel movie like Captain America or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it has less legitimate humor. It has like maybe two or three chuckles and that's it. Well, the problem is they're trying really they're tr- hard. You can see a lot where they try with her like weird quips and everything, but it just falls completely and, flat. And that's what makes her so poorly miscast. Right. She's not funny. Yeah, she's not and funny. They're giving most of the funny lines to her. There's no soul to the character at all. There's none. She is just, she was Total hollow vessel, yeah. She was dead air up there. (laughs) Lose them, it's dead air out there. And honestly, I don't think a lot of people are going to say that. I feel like I've been reading about how funny this movie is. And so I think that people are kind of convinced. There was one particular point that I actually did chuckle at, and I don't remember what it was. Honestly, as the movie went on, I think it was with the Ben Mendelsohn stuff. It was, because... After they reveal that Ben Mendelsohn is a good guy, then they allow him to be funny, right. and it works. There's it a point, because he's a shapeshifter, and there's a point where they're just like questioning him about what he can become. They're like, could you become a file cabinet? And he's like, and he's why, like, why would I, I want to be a file cabinet? <laughs> 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 you know, there was a, a little something about making fun about how long 90s computers took to load. Yeah, that, I think that's, that's what it was. That's what you laughed at. They're, they're just like, what's going on? And they're like, it's loading, and he's just like... Oh. Like this primitive technology. Yeah, but honestly, the first line of the movie is supposed to be a joke, and it's just a thud. The first line of the movie, the f- opening of the movie is um, Carol Danvers. Uh, well, that's not her name at the point. Veers. But yeah, the Captain Marvel character is doing some training with Jude Law, and they're supposed to have this like funny, quippy back and forth. Oh, which is not working oh, at, at it's, all. Oh, it's just thuds. It's yeah. thudding as much as their punches are thudding <laughs> against each other's faces. It's just, it's embarrassing. And, uh... The theater was silent. Yeah, there that was is no a, laughter in there. It's, it's you know, the thing is, when we made fun of Robin Hood, the theater that we saw Robin Hood in was they fucking it. feeling they it, lo- They were into they it, were and we were like, what the hell is movie? going on? We, thought, we, th- we were the crazy ones in the right. theater. We were the only ones not loving the movie. Right. This, this experience, d- crickets. Yeah. Uh, it really was dead air out yeah, there. Yeah, there was nothing. Until like, you let Sam Jackson cut loose a little bit, right. and you let Ben Mendelsohn cut loose, and honestly, um, the woman who played the other fighter pilot, the best friend character, yeah. was a much better actress. Oh yeah, for sure. And she had good, she had good charisma. I, I actually... Well, that's the problem with the character. Whether it was the character or whether it was her, there was no charisma. Yes. Even when she would be like, it, would, it came from this place. I don't even want to say smug because it was not even, didn't even have that much energy behind Snarky. it. Snarky. Just like smarmy almost. Yeah. Not even snark. It was just like, hmm. 
Like there was no tension, no emotion, which is hilarious because I mentioned this to Tony after the movie. There's this theme throughout the movie. It's not even a theme. It's overtly stated that when she's training and stuff that she'll be more powerful when she learns to control her emotions and you're not, you can't beat me because you can't control your emotions. Like constantly they reference this and she's the most emotionless character in probably the entire Marvel franchise up to this point. She really is. It makes no fucking sense. Yes, yes. It's, yeah, because the whole, I mean, this really is. Thanos has more emotion, quite a bit more emotion. (laughs) Quite a bit more. Or, yeah, Thanos is pure emotion. There's um, one scene where she's supposed to be like sad and crying. And it looks like she's just trying to take a shit. Like yeah. they literally don't even like have tears coming out, out, like right. down her cheek or anything. And the actress that played the best friend had a really sappy exchange where she was telling about Carol how, like, I Danvers lost my best friend about kind of. like how not even, I think it was after that about like how strong of a person that she was. Oh, right. And it was a pretty poorly written scene, but that girl was making the most of it. Right. Like, and I was really impressed because I was like, this is not good dialogue and this actress is shining through it in all honesty it actually made me feel something and it wasn't because of how captain marvel was was reacting to it she wasn't reacting to it at all yeah they they really didn't know how they they had this idea of we're gonna make this super assured super self-confident character but they have they like had no idea what that really looked like in real life no so it came across as robotic yeah like you would like when sam jackson first meets her and she's just like oh there's some shape-shifting aliens on your planet and it's supposed to be like step aside, I'm taking care of it. But it just came across as like she's literally retarded. Yeah. She doesn't know how to interact and yeah. like doesn't think for a second that they might not be understand what's going on. You know, it just comes across like she's almost autistic more so than just like self-assured or right. confident. Right. And it's difficult too because anyone who comes forward to criticize that is going to be labeled sexist. Of course. And that like we have, is... Like, we didn't fucking see aliens or yeah. something, character where they have re- actually can show a female that's yes. realistically and that's self-assured the, and effective. That's the real elephant in the room with this movie and right. how much I wasn't sure if I even wanted to talk about that because, I mean, this movie is being lauded as some kind of example. For no reason, though. That's what was so bizarre to me. Like, this isn't the first movie that's had a female lead. This yeah. isn't the first even female superhero movie. It's not even, you know what I mean? It's it's really bizarre that all of a sudden that this movie got that kind of... They just decided. They just decided. You and know, that sort of leads me to another point where that's a lot of this movie feels like we just decided to have this in it. And one of the things that also probably touchy kind of subject, you can edit this out if you want, <laughs> was that like her friend, the best friend, is a black lady. And I just happened to be like, this seems early. And I looked it up and the first black air, female Air Force pilot was born in 76. And, so it just doesn't make any sense. And she that was they supposed would, to be a pilot in eighty nine, which this the, the first one ever in American history would have been. I don't know what fifteen or something like that. Yeah, you know, I 16. wasn't I wasn't as bothered by that. It didn't bother me. I'm just saying it just shows how they're like, we want this movie to be like this, so we're just going to cram stuff in without any consideration for anything. Really. Well, honestly, the problem is that character, the actress, and the character outshine Captain Marvel in every way because that's the more interesting character regardless of that they made it too early for when in real life the U.S. would have had a black Black female female fighter pilot. pilot That's more interesting. You know, the whole thing There's was, at least a character. There's a character there. She, and, and she talked about being a single mom. Right. You know, to be one of the first... I mean, the, the movie was not saying that she was the first black female... No, they didn't mention it at all. It wasn't even an issue, which is just... Which is fine, whatever. But at that point in time, she would have been. She would have she been. She would have right. been, you that's, know... To me, that's why it matters. Yeah. It's, it's not that they chose to do that, because I don't care, but that they just kind of gloss over that they're... You know, it's just kind of deciding they want this we'll have this person or whatever i don't know who knows why it doesn't matter but without any consideration for what that actually does to the movie or the story and you see that in every step like we'll just do this and not care about what it does to the story and because there's a lot of kind of contrived just wedged in plot points and occurrences that we need x to happen so y is gonna happen first let's put it right here you know we want her to have this happen so we'll put it in there you know without really trying to make it like a really cohesive flowing story yeah honestly the the problem for me with it and it's debatable how much is even a problem is that character became more interesting than captain marvel and i would have rather watched a movie about that character with that yeah, you, actress. you definitely find yourself caring more about the backgrounds of nick fury this other fight, fighter pilot lady then the it, shapeshifter guy yeah. all these characters you're like oh well this is kind of interesting yeah and like you don't give a fuck about her in her own movie she's nothing like right. she's not she's and not part of that's because yeah. and this is happens a lot in modern movies 
maybe not even modern movies, but it's happened a lot in any time that the character has to be particularly powerful too. And obviously in a situation where you know they have future movies coming out, you have to create a conflict that makes you care about what's happening. Because we know she's not going to die you know what I mean? We know she wins. The Earth. This takes place before the events in these movies that we've already seen. So they did a terrible job of making you care at all about what's going on in the movie with her specifically. Yeah. And yeah. there's no tension. Right. So all this stuff is structure stuff, and uh, I'm not gonna wait till structure to talk yeah, about we're not it split because we're it up already like that. we're, we're already talking it. about. But it. I will say um, the, the only time you actually start feeling ten- that I started feeling tension about like what was going on was after you realized that the shapeshifter is a good guy and they find his family and you're. Like, oh, one of these might die. Like, they might kill him to make I the family sad. Yeah. yeah, I thought they were going to kill him. That was like literally the only part I started caring about what was going yes. on. Yeah, and they do end up shooting him, but he doesn't die. And I was like, God damn it, they're going like, to get rid of go. like the most charismatic, right. you know, character in this movie. And he didn't end up dying because they were right. smart and they knew that he's that they might need to use him later because he's actually interesting. Right. But yeah, you're right. The the shapeshifter. Is his him and his family's struggles are more interesting. Her best friend's struggles are more interesting. You know, Nick Fury is it's Sam Jackson, so right. charisma, isn't effortless a, charisma. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what I was gonna say, and which is definitely a structure thing, and about developing this character of Captain Marvel is the whole per the only thing that this character has going for her, and really the whole purpose of the movie is girl power she's she somebody told her her whole life that she couldn't do something because she's a woman right and she has to overcome that and they do it so it was so ham-fisted like literally to the point where they have the guy being like smile sweetheart yeah and just like tropes after tropes of well also they never showed anyone on the kree planet saying that to her other than because there's other female warriors yeah exactly because that doesn't exist in that world so the jude law character Character does tell her that she's too emotional. They, so yeah, that's how they do it. Is they, they try to use the emotional issue, but they don't show that at all. Right. Like even in the scene where he's saying that, she's like cracking jokes. She's not getting angry. She's yeah. not like there is no emotion. Yes, to... yes. The, her performance was emotionless. It was it was very wooden. Which so made that's it even more bizarre. Which made that bizarre. But even the way the character was written, it would have been difficult for her to convey. She because well, the lines be... were like quips. So you, yeah. you're not emotional if you're making like dumb quips. Yeah. So, but what I was going to say is, you know, it's so the way they tried to establish her struggles with having to overcome sexism mm-hmm. were through the flashbacks. Just a bunch of, of random flashbacks Earth. of like, oh, you're playing softball and they hit you with a pitch. You have yeah. to get up or they're going to think you're a sissy girl. Yeah. And that just random kind of it's very on the nose yes. to the point that they literally played i'm just a girl when she's like in <laughs> a fight no scene the no doubt yeah. song and it's just like seriously you can't be a little more nuanced with, with your whatever you're trying whatever right. whatever the message is if you're not nuanced about it, it's just going to be annoying and stupid yeah and i wanted to bring up a couple of movies that have that undercurrent and you know and might do it well even, you mean yeah yeah like silence of the lambs and right. it's not even necessarily a huge part of the movie it's that's when you know it's done character. well is yeah. because like yeah a little a few comments here and there even the looks and body language stuff that actual well, really good and, actors do and even and even an overt exchange about it there was a point where in silence of the lambs jodie foster foster's uh, mentor teacher brings her along to something and then uh accidentally condescends her in front of a group of like local small town sheriffs in the autopsy yes in the yeah. autopsy and then when they get back in the car or in the helicopter or whatever they're traveling he was like i had to do that to establish trust with them and then she was like no you didn't and it matters and and explained why and then he said point taken and apologized and i was like yeah. that's actually a pretty realistic um exchange of how you could talk about something like that and i like right. that it showed in that that he had no malice in it because... And also made it organically part of the movie. They didn't just wedge it in. Right. And he had no malice. And once it was brought up to him, he underststood. And you had the sense that that character was going to change his interactions And and then you can use that to set up things like why she might do something by herself without later, without trying to convince somebody of something or, you know, different stuff like that. Instead of just wedging in like a random flashback of her getting condescended or someone patting her on the head and saying girls don't do that yeah. and then being like oh i'm gonna kick alien <laughs> yeah. ass because someone wouldn't let me ride go-karts when i was nine years old and i'm like what the fuck right right and the and the reason i liked to bring up the silence of the lambs is that's the time frame that this movie yeah same was supposed exact to be time frame place right. in. so 
I mean, yes, it was a long time ago at this point. That's 25, 30 years ago, depending on what And it part doesn't make 90s. sense when she's like a fighter pilot and everything either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also... It seems like, makes it seem like she's just holding some kind of grudge from childhood slights. Also, they only showed female right. fighter her, pilots. Her partner and her commanding officer were all female. Yes. So I'm kind of like, it doesn't really seem and they're like... fighter pilot. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I mean, like, where is this like so-called... Like I said, it makes it seem like she's just got a chip on her shoulder about yes. childhood slights. Right. Because you, you, they never set up that there was that she had to overcome anything over than other than kid sport literal kid sport like yeah. incidents right and then every once in a while they'd show like fellow air force guys making fun of her for not being able to swing on a rope as much as them it was one scene where she like, couldn't jump between two ropes yeah and it's funny because i mean eric has a military background <laughs> And uh, make fun of people for everything. You make fun of people for everything, but also, I mean, I know that some of these women that you were alongside were like doing better than the men on stuff. It was like it's possible. It's it's recognized both ways, and it's not like even if you make fun of someone, you're not going to be like, "Get down from there, woman!" Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, it would just be the kind of like ribbing that goes on between normal friends that guys do. Anyway, so all of that, yeah, that structure stuff, but it, it rolls into the way that she played this character, yeah. too. I will say that the, the people who got most mad at the women who were like, meh, eh, and whiny or tried to use that, oh, I'm a woman to get out of stuff, would be the women who didn't do that in the same, like in the unit and stuff like that. They would get more mad at them than the guys a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I can see that from, from that standpoint because Because if they had had to overcome any sort of preconceived notions and then you're like, there you go, kind of stereotyping us or whatever. Absolutely. When you are actually struggling through something and you're trying to break out of a stereotype, you get more angry at the people who... Reinforce uh, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the whole Jesse Smollett thing too. Right. Not (laughs) not to get too topical or political or anything, but... You know, so I will many say there was so we were playing him uh, not Cards Against Humanity, but the Jackbox game last night, which is basically like Cards Against Humanity. And one of the topics was something to do with Chicago, like weather in Chicago. And I was like, nobody made a Jesse Smollett joke. <laughs> Such a missed opportunity. And I wasn't playing that round. Yeah. I don't even know what the joke would have been, but it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, just say the name. Right. Just literally could have said Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Otherwise, I maybe so I could let's, have. Let's give an official score for acting and casting. You know... Uh, everybody was good except for the main character was very bad. But that's a huge bad. part. It kind of so sank the movie. It really did. I would say two. Yeah, I was going to say two as well. Yeah, because a lot of the other... And I mean, she's in every fucking scene. Uh, yeah, scenes, literally. If she hadn't been in some of these scenes, they probably would have gone better. Uh, so yeah, I, I think a two It is colored probably... all the plot, all the interactions. Yeah. So And casting just kind of made a big deal. Right. So moving on to visuals. Uh, I, I don't have a lot good to say. No, about the there visuals. were some that were shockingly bad. Anytime she was flying around in her suit, like powered up, looked garbage to me. Yeah. So I, I uh, with all of the more recent Marvel movies, they've really, the uh, CG, the graphics, too heavily I have it. not been impressed with them. And they lean very heavily on them and it looks like a video game. Um, this one, I would say I didn't feel as much with that. Like the one that really stood out to me was in Thor, like all the fight scenes in Thor, they didn't use the actual people or Thor Ragnarok. They didn't use the actual people. They just did the completely computer generated the whole thing. And that really bothered me. I don't think they did that. No, I don't think except when they, except when she was literally flying around, they did. Yeah. Or anytime that they had to wear a mask, like when they were underwater or in space and yeah, that looked underwater looked terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the biggest problem with this, honestly, not even so much the effects, the, uh, choreography, the actual yeah. setting up of the fight and scenes. the way they filmed it, you couldn't tell what the fuck was going you on. Could, it abs- it was unwatchable. Right. Mostly. It was just b- motion in front of you. Yeah. It was just shit happening right. on and screen. And that's what I told you before this movie. I was like, I think this movie is going to be boring and not in the sense that nothing's happening. I think there's just going to be a lot of stuff happening. Because it's a Marvel movie, there always is. And it's just not going to matter, and you're not going to care, and that's pretty much exactly what we got. Yeah, yeah. So I was pretty I was pretty disappointed and the only surprised good at how visu- bad the fight yeah, scenes the only were. Good, yeah, the fight scenes were not great. The only good visuals were like, the alien dudes looked okay. They looked fine. Yeah, um, yeah. Honestly, they even did a fine job with the cat. You know, it was kind of like a rocket raccoon. So the yeah. the uh, <laughs> the cat that it's plays, actually an a- or alien. Yeah. yeah, it's an alien that's just in the form of a cat. 
And uh, it had to do things that they couldn't have an actual cat actor do. Like it pinned by G-forces and stuff right, like that. Right, right. And it looked fine. You could always tell when it was You could tell, CG, but it, it, looked, it looked okay. But it wasn't. It didn't really take you out of it. Like I said, I thought of it the same way as I thought of like Rocket Raccoon, right. where it looked pretty good. You mostly just knew it was fake because some of the movements were right. a little too fluid and moving in a way that you know a cat wouldn't actually right. move. But for the most part, they did a decent job with the cat. I know that they digitally de-aged um, a couple of the actors, Nick yeah, Fury Sam Jackson and, and uh, Agent Coulson. Yeah, and honestly, it looked fine. Looked it wasn't fine. bothering when me. When you don't do it super, super bad, yeah. you know, like Nick or um, Sam Jackson obviously doesn't look old. They just gave his hair, you know, all black instead of gray, mm-hmm. de-aged him a little bit. He still looks fine, obviously. Same with Coulson. Like, they just took a few lines out of his face. Yeah. It's yeah. when they try to take someone who's, like, 75 and make him 30. Where right. you can usually tell they look plastic. Like, a, yeah. Yeah, it didn't look like uh, Peter Cushing. That was just, that's what <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. That wasn't even de-aging. That was just recreating exactly. him. Exactly. But that's what it kind of looks like when you de-age someone too badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have honestly noticed it if I didn't already know it was happening. So, no, no, yeah. Yeah, so the effects weren't horrendous, but mostly just the uh, the staging of the action scenes was terrible. Yeah, it was, was like horrendous. the choreography and cinematography and staging of it all was yeah. goofy. And some of it was that she was supposed to, she's not polished, you know, she's still learning how to use her powers and breaking out of, right. uh, they had a chip in her, implanted in her yeah, neck that was back holding that back her, yeah, too. that was holding back her powers. They were telling her that it was giving her powers, but it was actually holding her back. And when she takes it out, then she has all these powers and kind of doesn't know what to do with them. So in addition to the fight scenes being poorly filmed and planned and choreographed, she also wasn't really that great of a fighter. And she ran like super fucking goofy. Oh my God. She, she ran like she had runner. fucking dislocated hips or something. She, it was the weirdest run I've ever she seen. She runs like a little kid. Right. Her feet come out to either side. Like her side. knees come into, and yeah. she like does this floppy waddle thing. Yeah, she does this floppy footage she thing. She was not a track star. She, uh, she takes really short steps. So right. they were way too short. Like, yeah, like she wasn't, like when you see like Tom Cruise movie, he's fucking running as yes. hard as he can. It's like the exact opposite of that. Man. Like he was like, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen a movie where the running was so... It's like laugh-worthy almost. Like, it really was. When she first here? started doing it, I was like, holy shit, right. they let well, her the first, run like the that? The first time she that I saw it was she had just been captured. She broke out of this containment thing that was holding her hand so she had these like almost pipes on her hand and i thought okay these things might be kind of heavy and throwing off her run Mm -hmm. like the props themselves might be like making her run weird if they weighed like 10 15 pounds each that could make you run weird yeah but then it didn't get any better and she whenever she ran and i was like she doesn't know how to fucking run yeah yeah i almost commented when (laughs) she did that run well i did the the second time i was like she can't fucking run no but i noticed it immediately i was like well i noticed it but i thought i was like she's carrying a foot long things on her yeah, arm. You're I was right. like, that I might have been just waving it around made her run imbalance. And I also thought maybe <laughs> as the actress, you know, if she's on a set or something and there's limited space, you know you, you can't, can't really sprint because you're running loose. towards the camera, so it's mentally hard to like go full blast. Yeah, then, but then there were scenes outside like that she was and, yeah. running and I was like, okay, never mind. She just fucking sucks just at can't running. Run. Yeah. yeah. Um so all of this put together, I would say visuals are like one and a half. I'd say two, probably, yep. simply because... Yeah, the cat did look... I, there was more... We're pointing out all the bad yeah. stuff, but, like, overall, this is a big studio picture that, you know, everything looks pretty clean. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a lot of the special effects and some of the staging. But in general, it's not so bad that you're like, oh, my God, this is all terrible. This looks like crap. That looks like crap. This set is bad. This, you know what I mean? Like, in general, it looks... Everything looks normal, and they have some bad special effects. And, and to be fair, so two is still Ben Mendelsohn was in real practical effects Pro- Like actual like so masks and everything. I should give it credit for that, right. at least. So, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the two. Um, the action was shockingly bad, though. Right. And I don't even know if this bothered you, but I've been bothered by her hair since they first showed the very first trailer. And it's in like... In what way? First of all, whenever they showed her flashbacks of um, in the late 80s, she didn't look like she had 80s hair. Yeah, that hair. wasn't 80s She looked hair. like she just had She didn't totally even have 90s modern. hair. Yeah, yeah, in the 90s. This was just hair that they knew she would look good now. Yeah. So they did it the way, the wavy, like, extension type look that everyone has now. Right. And, and no it, one had that back then. And I mean, maybe it's a stupid thing to complain about, but it was always perfect. You know, she'd, but she'd that's take the type, off But like I said, that's yeah. the type of stuff that they just wedge in there that... 
it doesn't make the movie terrible, but it, it takes away a little bit of soul and a little bit of authenticity mm-hmm. to where you go back to some other movies that I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but when a movie gets all those little things right, you don't even necessarily notice it, but you feel it and mm-hmm. how, you know, how, yeah. how just the end product is so much, you know, more legit. And I think, um, like I said, this is silly. I keep going back to it, but I can accept that something like Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy, her hair is always perfect. She's a fucking alien. I don't know what. Right. Yeah, it yeah, might not even really be hair. hair. Yeah, uh, who knows? Wonder Woman, she's a fucking alien too. Thor, it's a fucking alien. You right. know, who all cares? these things are aliens. And even. But in a fly. Even her even like after a, she gets her powers. Like okay, a Scarlet. Uh, Black uh, Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, I was like, Scarlet Widow? I was getting confused. Scarlet Johansson yeah, Widow. Yeah. Um, even Black Widow. I mean, she's, they're all supposed to be wigs and yeah. she's constantly changing them up and sex appeal is part of her character. So it makes more sense with her as well. But once I've well, realized that Captain Marvel... And the perfection element is one thing. The style one is really inexcusable because yeah. you could make it still look good mm-hmm. or look done up, but have it like be in the time frame that it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially for a movie that's That's like, like having uh, a car that's the wrong year in the... Yeah, especially a movie that's so like raw, raw girl power to... Yeah. To then have this, like, obvious, unrealistic, purely aesthetic thing. It's like, oh, you can't even let her pull her hair back right. sort of thing. Yeah, like, you think put they'd have money, some... Put your money where your fucking mouth <laughs> right, is. Right, have her like... shave head bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, uh, it's funny because it bothered me even more once it became apparent that she is human. Because I didn't know if she was human or an alien. Yeah, I so, I, especially... I, I knew she was human because I knew she was an Air Force pilot, but... See, I didn't even... I didn't know if those were, like, somebody else's memories or what the deal was, but, uh... Especially once it comes out that she is human, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this hair then. This is right. not, like, actual human hair. Well, that goes, that goes into structure, and one of the biggest issues with this whole movie is that they had in their head this idea of, like... When, and I mentioned this before with the dialogue and stuff like that and how it made her seem robotic. They didn't know how to make a, a strong character without just making them automatically strong. There was no like hero's journey that you see in all these other movies. Like she just starts out strong and literally the only reason she can't be all that she's supposed to be is she's being literally held back. Yeah. The whole movie is not like improving herself. She's fucking awesome. And as soon as you just take away this one little thing that's holding me back, I kick everyone's asses with no problem. It's, I don't literally doesn't even break a sweat for the last 15 minutes of the movie. Is never in any danger there or anything. And it's like, this is not how you make a movie that people care about the characters. There's no arc. You know, there's no story arc. Yeah. There's no development. There's yeah. literally all the only character development, if you can even call it that, was finding out about her past. It didn't change her at all. She didn't discover anything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no character to develop even. Yeah. Yes. And they didn't know how to make like a strong character with any sort of development or story. Or even fucking stuff like Dragon Ball Z has such amazing <laughs> character development compared to stuff like this. Like you get your ass beat down again and again, and then get like improve yourself. Mm-hmm. People get bad guys become good guys. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Compared to this is garbage compared to even a fucking Japanese cartoon. Yeah, and the only quote unquote development you get for her is through very short flashback sequences. But it's not even development. And it's not it's development. just learning about yeah. what she's already done. Yeah, it's just. It doesn't change her she yeah. doesn't change and the only opinion even of hers that has changed is just realizing that the guys she thought were good guys were bad guys yeah yeah that's really it no i agree i remember at the beginning of the movie when um they're kind of like jude law is basically telling her how great she could be and like right. you haven't really shown right they didn't one do anything to another. set it I up I they didn't show tell- her fail at anything other than the flashbacks of her being a kid and i couldn't compare her to any of the kree people because they didn't show them right do so anything you don't know either. what her levels are at right you show her basically already beating up jude law in the first scene yeah and being like yeah but can you do it without that yeah so you already showed that she's incredibly powerful yeah, with the hand things i was like okay can all kree people right. do the hand so things? They, they show that she's powerful and supposedly can't master it because of her emotions but they never show her have any emotions like they don't set up anything they just say this is what you need to know so we're just fucking telling you it's like a perfect example of ask or show don't tell kind of shit yep yep so it all story and character development is ham-fisted and overtly explained instead of feeling organic and the final scene scenes she where all of a sudden the, the a bunch of the kree guys show up and they're like okay, we're just going to blow up the earth. And she just flies around, blows up a bunch of missiles. There's like zero yeah. tension. She doesn't struggle one iota with any of it once she just gets the thing off her neck. Mm-hmm. The only actual struggle portion that she has in the movie other than trying to find stuff out and not knowing is she's in the, locked in the supercomputer briefly, you know, like beats it with her mind, breaks out, and then just 
does whatever the fuck she literally whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. yeah. Without getting a scratch on her. So even it's aside a classic from, Mary Sue character. So even aside from her own specific character development, even all other plot points, like she's supposed to have this really close relationship with her mentor on Earth, not Jude Law. The, Another thing her they true didn't set Air up Force at all. They just mentor. tell you about they it. They just are like, oh, this woman's the most... It's played by Annette Benning. Right. Oh, she's the most important woman I look up to in my life. But they just literally tell you. Yeah. They, don't, they don't do anything to build it up to show how this woman like mentored her in any significant way. Right. You know? Right. They just... Even the best friendship with the, right. with the black fighter told, pilot hey, lady. Hey, is your best friend. Deal with it. Right. You that know? one I could accept better because well, they make that, that woman character. was a She's good actress more, and a good character. Right. And they show that she has personality and stuff like that. It makes sense. Yeah. But they still just tell you. They don't really show it. Mm-hmm. It's just more more believable. Right. Uh, like Eric already mentioned, the... Uh, allowing her emotions to make her stronger was just something you they were told. It just didn't, didn't make any yeah. fucking sense because yeah, they tell to, it to you. And it, compare, yeah. compare that to Equilibrium, which right. I know is a movie that a lot of people don't like and will kind of make fun of, but I, th- awesome. I really like Equilibrium. Yeah. And especially it shows you how if you want to have a movie about like dealing with emotion, yeah. it's fuck, they handle it amazingly. Right, and I mean, one of my favorite uh, kind of, how do I put it, not even fight scenes, but one of my favorite setups for a fight scene, the, we've gotten you entirely without incident. No, not without, without incident. incident. And he so emotionally breaks the machine that they I, have. Literally like, <laughs> the first time I saw that in the theater, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. it's going to go down. And that's like, I, that's what I actually said this to you a long time ago, or not even a long time ago, but at some point I, I noticed and said, you know these movies that are really impactful when you think of them as being badass action movies. They have relatively brief scenes of hardcore action that are very, very well set up. A movie like Equilibrium, I think it has three, maybe four significant action scenes in the movie. And you know what I mean? And they're like a couple minutes long max. But they're so set up by everything building up to that that you're just like, it's a literal explosion. You're just like, whoa! It like rocks your world. Because you're like, build the whole movie. You're like, it's fucking happen. And then it's like, it's happening. Oh shit, it's happening! Compared to this movie where it's like... And then you set it up with a great line and a great performance. Which is, that's the example of a car sitting on the uh, starting line going like... And then all of a sudden at the end it's like... And it launches. Where these movies are like just sitting there spinning their wheels in sand the whole time. Like there's motion... But there's no traction. There's nothing actually being accomplished. You're yeah. literally just looking at movement the whole time. Yeah. There's dirt spraying out behind the vehicle, and you're supposed to be like, "Wow, yeah, that dirt's like- going really high." <laughs> but the car's not going anywhere. There's no change. You know, like there's yeah. nothing meaningful happening. Yeah. It's literally just movement. There's no actual direction and change, and that's what it missed. There's there's shit happening. You're not. I can't say I was bored. I just didn't care. Yeah. So as far as the rest of the structure, we've already mentioned a lot of dialogue was not good. Uh, yeah. Most attempts at comedy fall completely flat. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that's to the point where you're like, was that supposed to be funny? Oh no, you I could kind of tell, tell that, that they it, were right, but I, I could mean, tell that they were trying to be funny. So there's, they should have done more fish out of water humor because fish out of water right. humor always does gangbusters because it's fucking hilarious. I mean, Thor had fish out of water. Yeah, like when humor. he throws the mug in the ground, like yeah. that's a delicious drink. I'll have another, another and smashes it. Yeah, you know, even like a Guardians of the Galaxy. You the know, only, with, yeah. the only, they had little bits of it, and it mostly related to like the technology, like when she was using the mouse like poorly. Yeah, like that should funny and interesting well that's what they should have had more right, should have had more of that like where she's a human but doesn't realize the way things really work but they kind of had her just make some smug remarks over like well i'm here to kill the uh shape-shifting alien so just step aside yeah and it's like that's supposed to be funny are you in charge of security in this district she's asking a security guard outside right. of blockbuster like oh ho, ho. which maybe with someone else that line could have been funny but right. the way that she delivered it was so unlikably smug and right snarky. like compared to something like the hello computer type yeah. stuff that, like that's the type of shit they should have been doing yes yes that's where the humor should have come from in this like and, there's no yeah. it didn't matter that this movie was in the night at all no oh like they didn't use that that other than to be like hey guys here's a fonz lunchbox that we've just jammed into this set here's a blockbuster sign oh don't you remember those and And they don't do anything and that reminds me of the other structure thing i wanted to talk about which is the music in this movie and they really it feels like they made the decision after the movie was made what honestly feels like they were like up the 90s right but they were just like hey, which 90s songs can we get without paying for? And they're like, these seven, okay, use these three. And like, other than I'm Just a Girl, which they obviously used for specific reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, 
they literally just picked random 90 songs and played them at random times. Yeah, and they're just like, here's some Nirvana, here's some Right, and mold, I think it was literally just garbage. like, hey guys, you remember this shit? Yeah. You were a teenager in the 90s, don't you remember this song too? And everyone's supposed to be like, oh, she's got a Nine Inch Nails shirt, I love that movie, or yeah. this movie. And it's just like, I don't care about that, give me a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be a uh, fundamental aspect of this movie to make it good. You couldn't not have that shit in it, really, if it was gonna be good and take place in the 90s. But it would be done in the way that stuff really was existing in the 90s you know it would just be there like it was in the 90s and you would recognize it right. but it has to be done that way and not done just to be like easter egg type shit yeah or you know it worked into the narrative of the story like the obvious example is guardians of the galaxy with his mixtape and that's why right. this specific music yeah something from this to do with some not just period, thrown in yeah. for you to see right right as opposed to just like oh we've got a normal marvel fight scene and we're gonna play no doubt over it right. you know i'm just Girl, which is not a good fight song. Right, it's, and the fight scenes yeah. aren't good anyway. Right. And there already is no tension in this movie, and then you play something like that, yeah. and you're not really exactly... Yeah, you're not exactly worried about her getting her ass kicked in this scene. Yeah, You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Compared to, um, like... Uh, this isn't 90s, but something like Reservoir Dogs when he plays like the stuck in the middle of you always cutting the guy's ear off. Yeah. You know, like that's an example of how you fucking put some music in a scene that yes. doesn't necessarily match. And that song, that's like, or that scene is like inexorably tied to that song with me now yeah. because of the way they, they, he did that. This to me with the use of the music felt closer to Suicide Squad. Right. Where it was just like really on the nose songs where Suicide Squad practically had like Crocodile Rock play before when they the had the like croc yeah. guy. They didn't literally, right. but that's what it, it felt like. Uh, so, yeah, like you're going to play free falling when you're jumping out of an airplane. Or, but you know what I mean? Like just it has, the song has to be about what you're in the lyrics have to match or whatever instead of just yeah. getting the vibe. Or or even just comparing it to Thor Ragnarok, right. which had really awesome use of like different types of like music that. Yeah. that you would normally have. And, but it fit with the aesthetic and it was, you right. know, it pumped you up for the scene. So you can do it You at it least well. got the right emotions out of it yes. and stuff. Yeah, this, and the right vibe. Yeah, so you can do it perfectly well right. and this movie did not so really as far as structure goes um there's not much of a story the dialogue is done fairly the character poorly. development is non-existent the humor does not land character development non-existent no uh, tension. music is music doesn't fit with the scenes i mean i'm gonna have to go one and a half i was just gonna i said exactly one and a half too yeah a lot of times you kind of don't even really know what's going on you get the general gist and it's such a thin story right anyway that it doesn't really matter you generally understand that she's trying to get some sort of engine and learn about her past. Mm -hmm. And you're not sure why it matters yet. For most of the movie, you accept that maybe it'll matter and maybe you'll care until the very end where you're like, oh, she's just going to fucking win at everything without breaking a sweat <laughs> and boring. So uh, moving on to our last category, entertainment value. I would guess you will not give it too high. I was um, going to go one and a half again, I think. You know, I would maybe say Maybe two, two because I I'd wasn't. Two. I would say yeah. two. Because like I said, I wasn't actually bored, bored. I was just, you just don't care. Yeah, I would say two. two. And there's enough other good actors. You you know, Sam Jackson is always enjoyable to right. watch. He doesn't even have to try. He just, right. he can yeah, just I'll, do I'll his say thing. Two. That yeah. makes sense. Two, two is better. But it would be a tough one to go back and watch. I would say it has no yeah, I would say of value. all the... Marvel movies, I think unquestionably that would be very near the bottom of the list, if not the bottom of rewatch value. Right there with Iron Man 3. Even Black Panther was, you know, it's just too, those type of movies are just too long to when they don't, when they're not great, you just don't want to watch them again. But yeah, they'd all, it was mediocre. It was better than this. Uh, Black Panther? Yeah, it suffered I never saw from a Black little Panther. bit of the same problem where the character is kind of emotionless and you just really don't give a shit about yeah, what happens. Yeah, uh, I never saw Black Panther because. I, f I also felt like I wasn't interested in how that actor portrayed him. Yeah, because we saw him and a little even, bit in like Civil War and, or and uh, can, Winter Soldier. I mean. You can tell when reading reviews, too, when that's the case. And the the dead giveaway The way they is, try to turn it into like a positive. Well, no, 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 not even. They don't talk about him. They talk about Michael B. Jordan. Oh. So whenever you read reviews on right, Black right. Panther, it's always talking like, about well, how what about awesome the titular character? Exactly, exactly. When your villain overpowers your main character, and it's, you know, it's usually not a good sign. Uh, so I never saw Black Panther. I would put, for me in Marvel movies that I've seen, Iron Man 3 is bottom of the list. I, I think I would Yeah, we both just hated that one for yeah. whatever reason. We're like, it sucks! <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time remembering what I hated about it. It was just I, terrible. I, I, maybe one day I'll rewatch it. And it, it just looked really see. bad, too. Like, the visuals were yeah, terrible. Yeah, I, I thought it was garbage. Um, so that's still bottom of the barrel for me. 
Maybe it's think... just women with glowing hands we can't tolerate. Because remember Gwyneth Paltrow got like fire powers or some shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I remember her running around in a sports bra. Yeah, with, with like, glowing she's, hands. She's glowing. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Um, I think I probably dislike Civil War more than Captain Marvel. Um, I would much rather watch Civil War again. Civil War, the... The the bickering bothered me. Yeah, like that, the that tension between you a lot, though. yeah the tension between the two different groups bothered me a lot. But other than those two, yeah, I would probably put this one uh, near the bottom. Oh, Ultron, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was crappy, but it wasn't. I, I would put it above the rest of those. I have probably. a hard time remembering almost anything about Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess maybe I could put it above this one because I would go back and watch it just to see just what to the fuck happened. Yeah, just to remember because <laughs> we've only seen it once. Yeah. So I think, um, so as far as the actual ranking aspect, I guess we still got to compare it to the other Marvel yeah. movies. And I'm just mainly worried that they're going to, the, the, the kind of vibe of, of like this not caring, oh, vibe, he's going to take care of business, is somehow going to infect the next Avengers movie. I don't see foresee her being a massive role in it, but she's going to be in it. Yeah. And I'm worried. <laughs> I mean, they've they've set her up as kind of the one who's going to come in and save all of it. Yeah. Uh, they set it up with the... With the end of and the pager uh, and Infinity all that. War, yeah. they set it up with the stinger in this one. I don't necessarily think she's going to ruin the whole thing. I'm a little bit it's worried. It's just going to be like, Ugh. Honestly, the real problem is, I think, well, it's not a problem. Infinity War was shockingly good. Right. I would never expected the first I, half to be that good. I borderline didn't want to see that one either. Right after Ultron, I was just like, "Here we go," and we ended up seeing it twice like, in theaters. Fuck, we don't awesome. ever do that. Yeah, yeah. it's been years so since we've ever done that. That one shocked me with how actually great it was. A lot of that was the portrayal of Thanos yeah, and Josh Brolin. They just did a great job with it. So I feel like that's a lot to live up to, right. anyway. And I'm regardless, not it's going to be hard to close that I'm, out well. I'm yeah. not expecting the second part to live up to that. No, no way. Even with how this one goes and not liking this character and thinking that she's miscast, etc. I just don't, I just think statistically speaking, it would be <laughs> almost... No, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, because you have a lot to do. It's sort of like this Game of Thrones last season. Like, the first half was so good and they have to simultaneously, like, bring everyone back for the rest of the movies or close out the Marvel Universe or, you know, there's all sorts of weird things they have to kind of do. Yeah. And it's already going to be hard enough just to follow that up, mm-hmm. you know, because they have to resolve it somehow. Mm-hmm. In a way that isn't weird or stupid. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna see it. Oh, it's for not sure. that it's not that I've lost interest. It at least what Infinity War accomplished was to give Rekindle me my interest, interest back yeah. in Marvel. Yeah, because now I mean that that's I've why missed. I care is because that one was so good. Yeah, I would say honestly, it's it may be better for to me than any of the others. Maybe even the first Avengers. Infinity or, War. Yeah, I fucking I, loved it. I I think I like Winter Soldier better. I would have to go back and watch. Winter Soldier. Um, but, but those yeah. three are definitely my top favorites. Are Winter Soldier, the first Avengers, and, and, and Infinity Wars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that's an... And I really like... You know what I think is the most underrated of all the Marvel movies? What? It's Thor 2. Yeah, it's actually one of the lowest rated ones. I know. Um, and everyone just either shits on it or forgets about it. Yeah. I like those Thor movies. Yeah. They're pretty and, and consistently the, um, ranked the lower Anthony than Hopkins... Uh, Odin character is one of my favorite characters in all the the franchise too. So and he's cool yeah. now. He has some great quotes in that one <laughs> in the Thor too. Yeah, no, he's 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 perfect in that role. Right. And honestly, the chemistry between uh, Hemsworth and Hiddleston is always been it, good. it really makes yeah. those movies. I think they they strike the right tone. Right. I really like the Thor movies. Uh, yeah. It's totally coincidental. And speaking that of it's like because a, Hemsworth, this actually reminds me of like a um of what we were talking about earlier about like female characters, strong female characters and whatever all this nonsense. In that movie in Thor 2, like the um uh, even the the mom is still like an Asgardian and she's like and like the elf dude is not like really a match for her like physically. And but they don't make a big deal out of the fact cuz they're just like another race of beings. They don't try to make it that it's like Am what? I remembering that correctly? Doesn't he What are does, you saying? Like the mom. Yeah. Doesn't the, she the fight Rene the Russo? elf? Yeah, doesn't she fight the elf? The yeah, she gets guy. killed. She, he does kill her, but isn't she like kicking his ass or something first? Well, she is a capable she, like fighter she's because an it's a race right, of that's capable fighters. She's yeah. just an Asgardian, like yeah. And but they don't try to make some she's sort of message her, she's about her. She's holding it. her own. He ends up winning, but she's holding right. her own. I mean, he kind of ends up winning against everyone. It takes all but of not Thor's because power. he's yeah. like physically yeah. more capable than them. Right. No, Which, I like that about the movie that he's not. 
they don't try to just make everyone the next guy bigger and badder than the next one and bigger and badder. You know, he's just trying to control mm-hmm. some dark energy or something. But and and even in the first movie, they have the Asgardian lady that or the uh, warrior. They do make some kind of quip of insinuating that she does experience some kind of yeah, of course, uh, quote unquote. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sexism. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, you fight well for a, you know, she gives him, she mean right. mugs him, and I, I can't remember what it, it's been years since I've seen that. But no, I think those movies do that well. Um, right. And they're fun, and there's a lot of charisma to go around, there's a lot and to And it shows at. that even if you try to make, like, an issue out of it, where you're like, all right, whatever, it doesn't have to ruin the movie, you know what I mean? In this case, they were so bad at it. That it just like yeah and because it's just they were so on the nose and you're like okay but then they didn't really show anything other than these like tropes right there was no progression there was no overcoming it was just literally hey guess what girls can kick ass and you're like okay yeah in the end uh I this movie was worse than I thought it was gonna be yeah. I didn't have high hopes it was pretty much exactly like I thought it was gonna Eric be, really didn't want to see it I made him <laughs> see it so that we could review it uh. And and it did it underwhelmed even my fairly low bar that I had set for it. I don't yeah. have a lot good to say about it. So running through our scores, we said acting two, visuals two, structure one and a half. And I think we actually pretty much agreed on all these. Entertainment two. We well, did. I mean, we always do that with these with these faint praise extra episodes. They're more because we, we're kind of doing it yeah. on the fly. But so that's two, four, six, seven and a half. So to get a seven and a half is really that doesn't even put it in the top half of movies that we normally watch, which are. This. Like knowingly picking bad movies, yeah. Like Firewalker and all these other, movies. <laughs> like we. I mean, like we should compare it to see what. It, do you have your list there? See what other kinds of movies are getting these scores. Are getting seven and a half. Right. Well, to compare, so for Robin Hood 2018, we said six and a half. Um, would, and honestly, that movie I was watch, hot garbage. I would rather watch that again, though. I think Gods of Egypt. We both gave an eight. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I would rather watch Gods of Egypt. But than I think Gods of Egypt probably had a much higher, like a not much higher, but a higher entertainment score. From you, it did. From yeah. me, I didn't give Gods of Egypt very high entertainment score. Okay. But like uh, Flatliners, we both said seven. Okay. The 2017, and that right. ooh, that movie that was, was forgettable. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, it was a nothing movie. House of Wax. You yeah. said seven. I said eight and a half. More Firewalker. Like... You did give seven and a half to Firewalker. <laughs> I gave it six and a half. I didn't care for Firewalker. You didn't like Walker. all those roundhouses and broken tables. Yeah. You did say that the John Carpenter, The Fog, you said eight. So, okay, so only only gave it a little bit of an edge yeah. on this. I said nine for The Fog. Okay. Um, but yeah. So you're seeing like it's not. Yeah. So that's right. So seven and a half is putting it solidly in these like pretty bad movie categories. Yeah. But I feel like you're not going to get a lot of people saying that about it because no, no nobody who has any attention on them is going to want to talk bad about right. this movie. But in the end, it's not, it's a, not a good, good movie. movie. It's just not a good movie. And I, I, talk, I mentioned this to you outside of um, the podcast, but there, a lot of times people, not necessarily critics and stuff, but certainly normal people that you're talking to and like, I like, they, they have no way of separating themselves from how they feel about the movie based purely on entertainment from recognizing whether the movie is actually good or not. Like the points you made about character development and even charisma and, and uh, acting and casting and things like that. They literally just, whatever they feel about it, like, Ooh, that I, I like this. I like the lunchbox. I like all this other stuff. So I kind of enjoyed it. So therefore it's a decent movie, you know? Yeah. That's why we added entertainment as a separate category because sometimes they can be different. You can realize, you know, like, I really like this dumbass movie. Horrible acting, horrible casting, no plot development, but it was entertaining, you know? Yeah. Or vice versa. There are going to be some movies that are expertly made and acting and structure, but you just aren't feeling it. It's not oh, your type yeah, there of story. Are all, there are all sorts of those So your entertainment is like yeah. one because you're like, I did not enjoy that movie, but I recognize that it was very well made. Oh, yeah. There's there's all sorts of movies that I can say. I can objectively see that that was well made, but right. it's not and that goes a movie both that ways. I like. So, and that factors into what you're saying. Like A lot of people are like, it's a Marvel movie. They decided going in that they were happy about it. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. People definitely do that with these Marvel movies. And, and then typically they're inoffensive enough that it's right. easy for people to make there's that decision. There's nothing that snaps yeah. you out. Nothing bad enough to snap you out of it, usually, if you've decided like, yeah, Captain Marvel, cool, explosion, space stuff. Yeah. But in this one, I think it would should have been bad enough to snap you out of it. I don't well, know how anyone could just enjoy this character and care about what happens to them. I could see this being fine for kids more so than even other Marvel movies. Uh, because it's it's a very childish sentiment, I feel. Where the everything's so they, just like told to you. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I could see it being something that like that little kids get more out of because it's that real black and white 
Right. Um, you Everything's know, overt. You know, there is no nuance right. for them to try and figure out. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It's it's killing it at the box office, of course, because it's Marvel. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how how it is. Fares it really doing the- that well though? Because mm-hmm. we this is opening weekend. And that place was half empty in there. Well, it's because we're in Vegas and there's a hundred thousand theaters, mm-hmm. yeah. and I all had, of them have half of their theater devoted. I think to it'll it. drop off quick. It'll be interesting. I I'm gonna be keeping an eye on this because I'm interested to see how much the general public gets out of it because. Yeah. Our theater was not loving it. Um, and it was half empty. We literally, people were enjoying Robin Hood more yeah, than they were enjoying this. There was none of the clappers, this. none of the like, no clapping, laughing. No clapping, no laughing. Yeah. So I think that is going to do it for us. All if right. you want to get in touch with us, email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. Make sure your nudes are black and white to make it art. <laughs> we got to keep it classy, people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, I am faintpraisetj. Eric is faintpraiseee. And thank you for listening. And hope you, hopefully you will join us next time. You know what I was going to say? What? And you can squirt this in somewhere else if you want to. One of the things that, that really pisses me off that they did in this movie that and they did it in um, uh, Solo too, where like the name, the name, the name and the like they name. literally either come up, even that. come up with a some way that makes sense and has some meaning, or just don't. Ma- who cares how you got your name? We all know you have a first and a last name. Why do they have to be like? I don't know my last name. Well, you're by yourself. I'll make it Solo. <laughs> <laughs> ha Let's all clap at how clever that is. And this one, it's like the. Uh, Kryptonian name or whatever the fuck a Cree name of her of Annette Benning, who's actually an alien and was her uh, lean in boss lady was Marvel, I guess. Right. And yeah. Like, oh. And Sam Jackson's like, I like the way Marvel sounds and she's better. Like, it's not Marvel. It's Marvel. And he's like, well, anyways, Marvel sounds cooler. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. That- just, just fucking I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought of. Solo I was like disgusted. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. Really? That's. This is, you've got a child's mind. <laughs> and on that note, we'll catch you next time. Yep.